0: Introducing the new way to play Daily Fantasy with Jack Market. Jack Market is where Daily Fantasy Sports becomes a stock exchange. Buy and sell shares of players with other users in real time. Make money every hour, every minute, every second of every game. Daily contests are live for NBA and PGA, and NFL joins those two right now in week one. Take control of your fantasy sports experience and download Jack Market Now in the App Store. Android coming soon. <music> We're celebrating the start of the 2020 NFL season on this episode of Fantasy Football in 15. Hello, everyone, and welcome into Fantasy Football in 15 here at The Athletic for Thursday, September 10th, or as I like to call it, opening day for the NFL season in 2020. Kansas City Chiefs. Houston Texans tonight, Thursday Night Football, the day that we have been waiting for for a very, very long time. Now, I am Michael Beller, joined by Derek Van Riper, DVR football, NFL football, that is, back in our lives tonight.
1: Yeah, banner raising night in Kansas City. I've been to one of those before at Lambeau Field, and it's showing off a little bit. (laughs) Eh, Showing off a little bit, but I got lucky. That was actually a year I fell into some tickets because my father in law had hip surgery. He's fine, by the way. That was several years ago. He made a it's like a decade three.
0: ago. I assume this is the, the Rodgers over the Steelers Super Bowl.
1: Yeah, and they played the Saints in the opener, and I think they won on a goal line stand on the last play.
0: Yeah, that's uh, that's a great game to go to. That's a a great game. We'll get a banner raising. Obviously, there won't be any fans to enjoy it the way that you were able to a decade ago at Lambeau. But still a banner raising, still a ring ceremony, and still a real, honest-to-goodness NFL football game to follow all that. So we are very excited. Excited. We've got a lot of injury news to get to on this episode of Fantasy Football in 15, so let's hop to it here, Derek. Uh, we're going to start actually, though, with some non injury news and with Washington, the footballs. They are going with a running back by committee, according to Ron Rivera, at least to start the season. This, of course, comes as no surprise to us. We expect almost any team in the NFL this season, if they don't have that obvious workhorse or an obvious one to, to take a true committee approach. And that is what Washington has, at least to start the season. When you look at this team, Antonio Gibson, Bryce Love, J.D. McKissick, we already assumed that all three of these guys were going to have some sort of role in the offense in Week 1 and early on in the season. No one is beating the drum for starting Bryce Love or certainly J.D. McKissick in Week 1, but people are beating the drum for Antonio Gibson as a potential starter. Washington, a a 5.5-point underdog at home against the Philadelphia Eagles in Week 1. One. How do you feel about starting Antonio Gibson this week, Derek? I'm okay with it. I actually
1: don't have that decision to make for myself in any leagues, and I think I'm so underwhelmed by Barber and McKissick. I think McKissick's a nice pass-catching option, but there's not much more than that there. I think Bryce Love is ultimately the greatest threat to Antonio Gibson's value over the course of the season. Uh, The news is not surprising. I know our our friend Jake Seeley uh, had... Antonio Gibson near the top 25 among running backs once Adrian Peterson was released. I'm probably a little lower on Gibson than that in the short term just because we're talking about a guy who's learning two positions. Might be a guy that's really explosive for Washington, but he does it with a very limited number of touches. So uh, a risky flex play, I think, in week one, but with an up arrow, of course, with that backfield being a little less crowded now than it was about a week
0: ago. Yeah, definitely a guy with some upside this season. Definitely someone who could be factoring into the fantasy mix in a regular way as the season progresses. But he is literally learning the running back position. When you say learning, you're not just talking about adjusting from the college game to the pro game. It's a guy who had 33 carries total in his time at Memphis. So a guy who is literally learning the running back position and then also transitioning while being a dual threat guy, a running back and a receiver from college to the pro game. So I do, you know, I I see the charms in it. Antonio Gibson for the long term of the 2020 season. I would not feel great about having him in my starting lineup in week one. And even if you drafted late and it was after the Adrian Peterson release and Antonio Gibson's price had shot up a little bit, I still feel as though most people who drafted him were in a position where they probably don't need to force him into their starting lineups here in week one. So we'll see what happens. We'll see how he plays and how this entire Washington offense plays in this week one game against the Eagles, but probably not trying to rush Gibson into my lineups just yet. Uh, some bad news coming out of Tampa, or at least uh, some slightly worrying news. Mike Evans mispracticed Wednesday. No a word on what the injury is. Bruce Arians said he was the only player who missed practice, so we'll keep an eye on this as, uh, as the uh, week goes on. But as of yet, No real reason to worry about Evan's availability on Sunday. Brandon Cooks, obviously playing on Thursday night, has had the quad injury we've been talking about for a couple of days now. Officially questionable for that game against the Chiefs. So. Cross your fingers. We still feel as if you treat him how you did before this injury rose. If you were planning on starting him and he plays for the Texans, you can feel decent about having him in your lineup. Miles Sanders still working his way back. Of course, he suffered a hamstring injury a couple of weeks ago that we've been keeping our eye on. He participated in individual work on Wednesday. So that definitely a sign in the right direction. Now, again, another guy who if he plays for the Eagles, he's in there for your fantasy team. But what do we think about Boston Scott? I feel like he can be someone who, almost no matter where Sanders goes, is in the flex mix. I would rather play Boston Scott than Antonio Gibson in a vacuum. Wow, that's interesting.
1: I think I'd rather play Gibson. I think there's more ways for Gibson to be involved, assuming that Sanders plays in some capacity, because we've talked about Miles Sanders as a guy that really should take over the Eagles' backfield. I think the one thing that works In Boston Scott's favor, you're looking at a Philadelphia team that's favored by 5.5 against Washington, so if the Eagles are protecting a lead, maybe they ease up on Miles Sanders' workload a bit, and Boston Scott is a little bit busier than usual. But generally, if both of these guys are healthy, I like Scott more in situations where the Eagles are an underdog and might be in a position to throw it Mm -hmm. a lot more.
0: Yeah, I think that with uh, the reason why I like Scott better is because even if Sanders does play, we have good reason to believe he's not going to be fully himself, either in terms of effectiveness or the workload that we expect for him with this hamstring injury, hampering him over the last couple of weeks of training camp and into week one prep. So I think we could see a little bit more, a little bit larger of a role than we can expect most weeks for Boston Scott. And if this does play to script, if this is a game that the Eagles are able to cover the five and a half and win relatively comfortably, even though that doesn't necessarily play to Boston Scott's strengths and we think of what his role is in the offense. If it goes that way, gotta think that the Eagles offense has had itself a pretty nice afternoon. And with some of the wide receiver injuries on that team that we're going to talk about a little later does seem like Boston Scott can have a larger role in the passing game uh, this week against Washington. A couple of injuries in Miami. A trio, in fact, of pass catchers all limited in practice on Wednesday. The three big ones, Devontae Parker, Preston Williams, and Mike Kosicki. Same deal here as with Mike Evans. No reason to think any of these guys is in any real danger just yet with the Dolphins headed to New England to take on the Patriots on Sunday. But keep an eye on that over the next couple of days. Prashad Perriman, a full participant in practice for the Jets. On Wednesday, he had been dealing with a knee injury, so all systems go for him. That probably doesn't mean he's in your fantasy lineup. Not only is this offense very questionable, but a brutal matchup with the Buffalo Bills, the lowest over-under on the board at 39.5 in Week 1. David Montgomery participating in individual drills for the Bears on Wednesday. This was a tiny bit of a surprise. They originally had put a two- to four-week timetable on his return when he suffered his groin injury, and that two weeks expires this Friday, 48 hours before the Bears are slated to take the field against the Lions in Detroit. So the fact that he was able to get back on the field participating in individual drills two days before that, definitely a good sign for him. On Sunday. Same deal as we talked about with the other guys who are normally starters. If he plays for the Bears, you should feel pretty good about playing uh, David Montgomery. Are you any interested in Tariq Cohen if Montgomery isn't able to play this weekend?
1: Yeah, I think so. I think Cohen kind of falls into this dreaded flex range we've been talking a lot about. I like him a bit more than Boston Scott. Uh, Probably a little bit less than someone like Ronald Jones. Amazing. I'm kind of on the same page with Jake uh, on this one. Uh, I think I like Leonard Fournette a lot more than Jake does this week. So that's part of the reason why I like Cohen over Jones in week one. But I do think uh, it's interesting because Tariq Cohen, if you give him more touches, he doesn't need a ton to do quite a bit of damage. So I like him as a low-volume player who's also heavily involved in the passing game. Think we've talked about the Lions defense being a very porous unit, a nice close spread in that game too. So I do think Tariq Cohen's going to be pretty busy on Sunday.
0: Yeah, we definitely didn't see that last year. He was one of the least efficient pass-catching backs in the NFL a season ago. 79 catches, that is an eye-popping number for a running back for 456 yards, averaged 5.8 yards per reception which feels almost impossible to do and you're know, not entirely his fault with the way Chicago's offense played last year but still it has to have you at least a little bit concerned about what to Tariq, Tariq Cohen's ability is going to be in the offense this season I'll say just as a DFS dart throw if D- if David Montgomery does not play this weekend Cordero Patterson could end up leading this team in carries without him. Ryan Nall has been a nice little story this summer, but Cordero Patterson has had some success as a running back. He's been working as a running back almost exclusively for the Bears this summer. Would not be surprised to see him lead this team in carries if David Montgomery ends up having to sit against the Detroit Lions. Fantasy football draft season has just wrapped up. The NFL season is upon us, and our partners at Manscaped have partnered with us to make sure you don't gamble on shaving the same way you like to gamble on football. The Lawnmower 3.0 is the best hygiene tool for the modern man. Because of the ceramic blade and skin safe technology, your nicks and snags will be reduced. The Lawnmower 3.0 is also waterproof and has an LED light on it. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code TheAthletic20 at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com with the code THEATHLETIC20. We love talking about NFL season being back. That is as easy as it gets. Something that is a lot harder to talk about is erectile dysfunction. But with Roman, it is easy to talk about it. With a real healthcare professional who can prescribe real medication, it's simple, it's safe, and it is totally discreet. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan. If medication is appropriate, Roman will ship it to you with free two-day shipping. Getting started is simple. Just go to GetRoman.com slash Football15 and complete an online visit. Go to GetRoman.com slash Football15 today. If approved, you'll get $15 off your first order of ED treatment. That's GetRoman.com slash Football15. GetRoman.com slash Football15 couple more stories to get to here. Derek Devine, Ozigbo, has mispracticed on Wednesday with a hamstring injury. That gives me a little bit more interest in James Robinson. Chris Thompson's going to have his role in the offense. Ozigbo and Robinson seem to be the guys who would be competing for the same brand of touches. If is unable to go, I think we got to bump Robinson up a few spots on our rankings lists.
1: Yeah, so I went after Robinson in a couple of leagues, the Scott Fishbowl and the Flex League. I'm in the Super Flex Draft. I used more than 50% of my budget in both leagues to get Robinson, wow. and I wasn't desperate at running back, but I did want to shore up my depth a little bit. Uh, this is really just a lot of faith in Emory Hunt, right? This is Emory's <laughs> wheelhouse to have the full scouting report on a guy like Robinson. and you know, Think about Reichwell Armstead being away from the team right now, and How Robinson should be the lead back at the very least. Even though we know Chris Thompson's explosive as a pass catcher. But he's a limited touch sort of player. You can't overwork him. Jay Gruden is familiar with Thompson, of course, from their time in Washington. So I think they've got a pretty good sense of what Thompson should do and what he should not do. And that leaves plenty there for Robinson most weeks. The concern you have to have, though, if you are looking at a guy who has to share passing down work or yield most of that to a guy like Thompson... The Jags can't afford to fall behind, and they're going to be an underdog right. a lot this season. They're a home yes. dog. They're an eight-point dog at home against the Colts in Week 1. If the defense is terrible the way we expect it to be, game scripts might be very tricky for James Robinson. So there's definitely a path for this to go wrong. I think it limited Ozigbo to me as more of a, a contingency bid. He wasn't a guy that I was aggressively pursuing, but... Uh, The bids on him were probably less than 10% of my FAB budget as a contingency plan behind Robinson. But the overall concern I have about this Jags backfield is they could be forced to play Thompson a lot as a pass catcher simply because they're playing catch-up a lot.
0: Yeah, there is a limited ceiling here, and it starts right away. I mean, you know, being an 8-point dog at home, A lot of bad teams are going to have that happen to them through the course of the season. But right off the bat, week one against a Colts team that we expect to be good and no one would be surprised to see win the AFC South. But it's not like we're talking about being an eight-point dog to the Ravens or to the Chiefs or to the Saints or to someone like that. So there could be a lot of negative game script in James Robinson's future. Even though I say I'm bumping him up my rankings list, and I am certainly if Ozigbo is unable to play, that doesn't necessarily mean I am starting him with any degree of confidence. Feels like more of a deep league or DFS play rather than your standard Fantasy League play. Von Miller out for the season. That is a huge, huge blow for this Denver defense. We were talking about this as being a really strong defense uh, just a week ago with Emery Hunt and Nando DeFino on the Athletic Fantasy Football Podcast. But now you've got Von Miller out for the year, Bradley Chubb dealing with an injury, and suddenly not looking like the fearsome unit that it was as recently as, I think that was 10 days ago, that episode. So things have really taken a turn for the worse in Denver. And then those Eagles receivers that I was referencing earlier, Alshon Jeffrey missed practice on, on Wednesday. No, no surprises there. We expect him to miss at least the first couple of games of the season. Jalen Rager did individual drills. He's been dealing with a shoulder injury again. Philly at Washington in week one. I think we're firing up Deshaun Jackson with a ton of confidence this week, Derek.
1: Yeah, absolutely. He's definitely wide receiver three worthy at this point, given the opportunity for more targets. The other question, though, with the Philly offense, Dallas Goddard, is he getting a big jump up your board? Is he a top 12 tight end, top 15 tight end, or does he fall for you?
0: A little bit lower than that. I think he's still going to be that fringy tight end one. I really liked Goddard this year, and I think there's a lot of good reason to like him. It's just hard to get behind a tight end who isn't even the number one tight end on his own team. And I like Goddard. I really thought he was a nice late-round target. But he's going to need to take away a lot of targets that went to the receivers last year because I don't think Zach Ertz has given anything up And between Miles Sanders and Boston Scott I don't think the running back group is giving anything up in that offense either so he's gonna have to siphon away some targets that went to the wide receivers to be a consistent fantasy option this season all right Derek there it is our first regular season episode or our first episode of the season uh when there is going to be football played later that day. That is as exciting as it gets, my friend. That's going to do it for this episode of Fantasy Football in 15. If you are not getting an athletic subscriber, we have a hell of a deal for you. One dollar per month, you can get yourself a subscription if you go to theathletic.com slash football in 15. For DVR, I am Michael Beller, Fantasy Football in 15. We'll be back with you on Friday. Until then, thanks for listening and enjoy the game.